Hello and welcome back to another episode of There. I said it. I'm your host, Savannah. Thanks for tuning in. Before we jump into today's episode, I just want to let my followers and listeners know that on There I Said It, we talk about what's real. We talk about what's relative. I don't want people to jump in their feelings thinking that I'm downplaying marriage because I am not. I am a married woman myself. So everything that I talk about in the show is things that I feel or I have felt or that I resonate with. And just letting my followers know that there are people out there that feel the same as you. You may not be able able to express it, but there are people out there that maybe you think it and there there is someone out there that maybe feel and think the same way you do. So you're not alone. That your opinions and my opinions do not have to align because they are just that. My opinions and your opinions. We do not have to think the same to agree or disagree. Everyone is entitled to how they feel, how they think in their respective corners. So let's jump into it, y'all, because y'all know I don't hold no bars. I say what it is. I say how I feel. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. I still love you the same. Love does not grant financial freedom. Love does not don't marry for love. This is the biggest mistake of your life because you're going to have all these expectations of a person expectations for a person more than this person has expectations for themselves and they will never be able to live up to those expectations that you have placed on them and in turn you're going to be disappointed you're going to be disgusted you're going to be unhappy Which is nothing that they inflicted upon you. It's the shit that you afflicted upon yourself. Because in your mind you thought this person was going to live up to everything that you had in mind for that person. And they didn't and they don't. Now you're sitting with your face in your, your lap. Trying to figure out should you stay or, or leave. Because you're unhappy. Not because they do anything to make you unhappy. But because you set yourself up for disappointment thinking that they were going to be something that they're not. That they were going to have anything to offer you more than what they already have. That they were going to be able to teach you things outside of what you already know. And the answer is, baby girl, some of them don't. Some of them won't and some of them can't. I ask men this all the time. Do you honestly believe women marry y'all to struggle with you for the rest of her, like, 
natural born life? Out of all the time that she has on this earth, do you honestly believe that she marries you to struggle with you the entire duration of the marriage? She didn't. And if she did, she a damn fool. Because it's giving very much Hunger Games. And ladies, you have to ask yourself, how long are you willing to struggle with the person? How long before it clicks in your mind that this person is not what you expected them to be? They're not going to ever be what you expected them to be. And either you accept that or you make a hardcore decision to say, yeah, this ain't for me. You a good man. You're a great father. But you are a terrible fucking husband. Because it's really not giving leader of the pack. It's really giving get your ass to the back. That's what it's giving. That's what it be giving sometimes. And I'm going to say it. Because most people ain't going to say it. Most people be like, oh no, I love my husband. Girl, you can't stand the sight of that man. Every time he breathes, he gets on your fucking nerves. Every time he opens his eyes in the morning and roll over there with that high stinking ass breath, good morning, baby. You be ready to punch him in his throat. You already like, ugh. What am I doing here? Pinch me and wake me up, please. Because I know this is not what, like, why wasn't my girls at the front of the damn church like, uh uh-uh, uh, girl, don't do it. I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. Why wouldn't nobody doing that at the front of the church? That's what you're thinking to yourself sometimes. And although you've buried this man children, or you may not bear this man children, and when you marry him, you loved him. And people need to get out of out of the concept that, oh, marriage is a fairy tale 24-7. No, it is not. Some days you wake up and you don't like the person you're looking at. And I ain't just talking about the person in the mirror. Sometimes you be thinking like, how to get away with murder? If I could just get away with murder. Or will he just cheat on me so he can just leave? Because he ain't done nothing to you per se that'll be like, man, look, I can't stand it. It's just, he's not what you expected him to be. And you're looking at your life like, how did we get here? How did I get here? Marriage counseling ain't working. Independent counseling is showing, is basically giving you all the telltale signs like, sis, get out. Or accept what you have and let go of the ideology that this man is going to be anything different than what he's showing you or what he's showing you in the two years you've been married three years you've been married four years you've been married five years six years ten years twenty years seventy years whatever however many years you plan on or have been married to the man and you really in search of something more you really want more you can you know what boggled my mind the other day? What boggled my mind the other day that there are women 
and maybe this is on topic, but I have to say this. There are women who can share their men with other women or other men or there's men that can share their woman with another man with the mindset and you know why this is a mindset it's a mindset of a business it's a mindset of growth it's a mindset of progression how can we move our family forward in whatever dynamic it needs to be in there are women that can go to their men and talk to them uncensored uncanny about any and everything and be as open as honest and then there are women who can't even go to their husbands or men who can't even go to their wives and express the simplest form of unhappiness without somebody blowing up without somebody getting mad without somebody getting sad There are people who can honestly, truly be themselves 100% authentic with their partner. And their partner not feel no type of way. And then there's people who can't. And they live and internalize everything that they feel. Everything that they hate without saying anything and cause themselves to be in a depression cause themselves to self-hate, self-torture, oh, insecurities because they can't truly and freely live the way they want to, how they want to, when they want to. And this has nothing to do with having different partners set. This is just simply being themselves. Even that's even means speaking your mind, saying how you feel because sometimes partners without realizing it makes it very hard for them to talk to without somebody getting their feelings. I like I cannot just not even just me. There's women who can't even just go to their husband and say, listen, I don't like you today. You can't just wake up to your husband and tell him, nigga, I do not like you today. There's women who can. There's women who can go to their husband and be like, look, I don't like you, nigga. You need to get out. Just for a go somewhere for a couple days. And they mean, okay, baby. That was you, you need space, all right. And there's women who can't. And them women are unhappy. Those women are truly unhappy. It's really marriage is ghetto. I just want to say that. Marriage is ghetto. And I just want to tell any woman out there that is like stay at home moms or work from home moms and their husband is the you know main source of income in the household and maybe you feel like a second class citizen in your house. I'm going to tell you right now, your feelings are valid. Your feelings are valid. You do not need permission from anybody to express yourself. You do not need anybody to validate your feelings because they're already valid because they're yours. 
It is your perception, your reality of how you feel. And just because he's the main breadwinner does not mean that you have to hide how you feel. You do not have to stroke his ego and make him feel holier than thou or more than you because you don't make as much as him or you don't you know work as much as him you you do you do by taking care of the kids you do by washing the clothes you do by going out buying tissue paper and paper towel and grocery shopping you do by cooking and cleaning you do just as much as him it may not be in the form of an income but baby you do just as much as him and your feelings are valid Your feelings are valid. You don't need, excuse me, you don't need anybody to validate that but yourself. Because marriage is a business, in all honesty. In the European aspect of it, marriage is a business. And I want to tell anybody out there who's getting ready to marry anybody, and I'm not discouraging marriage. I'm all for it. Not in the European way. If I knew what I knew, if I knew then what I knew now, I would have never got married. In a sense of signing papers. You get what I'm saying? I would have never got married in that aspect. I would have just, you know, we we have a spiritual we have a spiritual contract with one another. I would have done it that way. I would have. I wouldn't have paid for this lavish wedding that I thought was lavish that lasted for ten minutes. I would have never paid for all that. I would have never did it in front of a minister. I would have never like. I would have never done that. Just me and you have a soul contract. We have an understanding, understanding, understanding of one another. That this is what it is. And if any given time that you're not feeling that way, you are free to walk out that door. No hard feelings, no love lost. It is what it is, and I understand it. Go find who you are. Go find your peace, and, you know, may source be with you. But I want to tell anybody that's getting ready to marry their partners. Sit down and have a conversation about finances. Sit down and what does that look like for you? Five years, you know, six years in, 17 years in. What does that look like for you? Look like for you than it look like right now. What are, what are actual partners? What are your goals? Short term and long term. For self and for financial. Because if we can't do this financial stability thing together, if we don't have a plan together, outside of the plans you have for your individual self, always have a plan for your individual self. But if you are conjoining yourself to another person, always have a team goal. What does that look like for y'all in five years? What does that look like for y'all in 10 years? What does it look like for y'all in 15, 20 years? 
What does it look like for us three years from now once we get married? Because if you don't start setting yourself up in the beginning, if you don't plan in the beginning, you ain't going to make it to the end. Not everybody will make it to the end. Let me say that. Cancel clear reset. Not everybody will make it to the end. Because financial infidelity is a thing. We all know debt is a thing. And yeah, people say, oh, don't get married unless you, you know, you can financially support your... Mm-mm. Because when you marry a man, he takes on everything that you are. When you marry a man, you take on everything that he is. And everything that he owns. Everything that... Like, at that point, y'all become one. That, 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 that thing that's going around on TikTok, TikTok with Kevin Hart's voice. Because you my best fucking friend. My bullshit is your bullshit. And your bullshit is my bullshit. Yeah, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. So ask your partner, your significant other, your fiance. Ask them the hard questions in the beginning. Do not be afraid to open your mouth and say what it is that you need. What it is that you want. What you expect from each other. Not in the sense of, I'm going to hold you to this, but I'm going to hold you to your word. You said this in the beginning. This was your word. If a, if a man's word don't hold weight, don't, he don't hold nothing. Your word is everything. So if you, we get married, we talking in the beginning. You propose to me in the beginning. We have these understandings of one another. Let me not say expectations. Understandings of one another that this is what... I see for us. This is what you see for us. So how do we come together and we both have a dream of what we see for us? Is the total outcome. People need to have those conversations before walking into a marriage. People need to have the conversation of, look, in five years, I don't want to be, we struggling now, I don't want to be struggling anymore. I don't want to be, my. I don't want to be struggling with you. I don't want you struggling. This is what I see for us. I see experiences in our future. Don't ever go in thinking that marriage ain't going to get boring because it will. Don't ever go in thinking, oh, just because he went from your boyfriend to your husband that he gets some type of magical powers behind the husband title because it don't. That's why you need to have these conversations before going in. And I don't want people to think I get on this podcast and I just be talking and not doing the work because I this is my way of self healing also. I I am healing. I am in my shadow work stage as well. I am constantly working on myself. I am constantly trying to figure out what makes me happy, what makes me special, what makes me unique. How can I find my self worth 
in myself not looking for it in anybody else and that's another thing don't go looking for your happiness in somebody else don't put that much power in somebody else's hand because they will disappoint you almost 75 percent of the time don't go putting your happiness in nobody else Don't go looking for your love for yourself and nobody else unless you have it for you. And I mean truly have it for you. Don't go in being ashamed of who you are. So if you know you like women, you know you like men. Don't go in blindsiding nobody later on in the relationship or marriage like, oh, I think I like, I think I'm one of these men. No, let them know right off the bat, this is who I am. And I'm not going to not be who I am just because I'm with you. Unless you're willing to make that compromise. Unless they're willing to make that compromise. But don't go in thinking that, you know, he or she gets any superpowers because now they have the title wife or husband attached to them. Because that, you're going to be disappointed, honey. You're going to be disappointed. You're going to be disappointed. And it's just ain't just coming from my TED Talk, honey. I have married friends. And some of them, you know, some of them are, they still hanging in there and that's a good thing marriage you know marriage is a blessing to have somebody to go through life with is a blessing but also keep in mind that sometimes you wake up and you do not you don't you're not recognizing the person you marry and not in a good way all the time sometimes it's like oh a two out of ten do not recommend honey this is ghetto child honey child is ghetto but you always have to be willing to do the work at the end of the day I get on here and I talk a lot of junk I talk a lot of mess I make you know make jokes and sometimes I be serious in all seriousness sometimes I just be talking my talk talking my mess but at the end of the day you have to be willing to do the work. Now, this wasn't a podcast to tell you, oh, just because you don't like him, get up and leave. No, you have to be able to do the work. But you also, in, in doing the work, you also have to be able to have those tough conversations. That was the point that I was making about how women, there's women who can just go and be open. They can be uncanny. They can be honest. With You know, they don't have to internalize anything because they have those type of partners that allow them that space. They allow them that feminine space. She doesn't have to always be masculine. She doesn't have to always work in her or operate. I'm sorry, cancel clear reset. She doesn't have to always operate in her masculine masculine energy. There are men who will they empower you. There are men who allow you to be open and work in your feminine council clearly said operate in your feminine energy and they understand that okay you know she's a woman she's entitled to her valid feelings they are valid i hear you love 
I see you, love, and I understand you, love. Now let's figure out how we can work this so it can work for the both of us, for the betterment of both of us, right? Then there's men who you try to operate in your feminine energy, and they go one ear and out the other. And it's not until you emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually check out that, oh, now they hear and see you. Because at first they didn't hear you. They didn't see you. But they saw you talking. But they ain't hear nothing you said. They seen your lips moving, but they ain't heard nothing you said. It's not until you say, I've had enough. I've done all I could do. It's time for me to take this journey on my own to figure out truly what I need in a partner. Because you can't give that to me. Because most of these men out here, let's be honest, are operating in their feminine energy as well. And I ain't hating on the brothers, but sometimes you can't operate in your feminine man all the time it's okay to be a little masculine it's okay to be the alpha of the pack but ladies that is another thing if he's always operating in the feminine he never takes the lead he's gonna lead you to no fucking where y'all want a road to nowhere He's on down, he's on down, he's on down the road. You're easing down to nowhere. And that's the question you have to ask yourself. Are you willing to follow this man? Absolutely nowhere. Because if you are, baby, look, I got some K-Swiss in the bag. I got some Pumas. I got some Jordans. I got some, I even got some Soconis. I'm going to lace them bad boys up and truck it. You feel me? But baby, no. No. You can go nowhere by yourself. That's the same my mom used to always say. I can do bad all by myself. I can take these L's in peace by myself. You don't need nobody to take no L's with you. Because if we ain't got an exit strategy together, baby, we damn sure ain't got... If you ain't got one for yourself, neither one of y'all, there's no way y'all can have it together. Especially if nobody's putting the work to learn and grow together. It's like both of y'all trying to read the same book, but two different pages. Y'all not reading like he's still on the interface and you like in chapter five. But you you trying to read through chapter five while the book half open and he trying to still read the interface. But you trying to read chapter five and he keep pushing that book down. I can't see what I'm trying to read. And you, I can't see what I'm trying to read. Or I can, no, I'm trying, like nobody's on the same page, my loves. So where do you go from here? And all of that I say this, and I say and I'll say it again, like I said it before earlier in the segment. Start asking the tough questions now. 
yeah, you love them. That's all good and fine and dandy. But when it comes to marrying a person, if he didn't have those qualities before you got married, he ain't going to have them while y'all married. And unless he's willing to make that change for himself and for the good of the family that okay this is what I need to do what I was doing before is not working this is what I need to do because I see that this is what will take us there but have those tough questions now don't be afraid to ask the t- a, a lot of dating has halted because no one wants to ask the tough questions and no one feels like they're obligated to answer them Ooh, come on spirit because I don't know where that came from that is the reason why you see a lot of failed marriages now because people went in complacent right and as they went in complacent as time went on time went on time went on time went on and the person either man or woman seen that their partners did not want more they had to make an exit plan they started asking this the hard questions what we doing what we doing they they was walking with their head down the whole time on their phone listening to music on their ipod they was jamming and then when they looked up they seen they was we ain't nowhere we left nowhere to go nowhere Oh baby, no, nah, let me hitchhike up off this road. I need to I need to I need to I need to be somewhere. I need a destination change. That's why marriages have started to dwindle down. And then you get people like, oh, you know, the, the dating pool has piss in it, it has feces in it. Yep. Because women are now and men are now starting to ask the tough questions. But the people they're asking feel like they're they're not obligated to answer them. And they're, they're, they're not. They don't have an answer for it, really. They don't I don't know. Well, no one wants to start planning the future with a person who don't know what they want out of their own future. Why would I attach myself to that? Why would I attach your nothingness to my everything? Why would I do that? Because in order for us to plan together, you have to have a plan, and I have to have a plan, and we have to meet in the middle. Somewhere. So that both of our plans can benefit the both of us in the long run. In the long run. So don't be afraid to ask the tough questions. That's the point I was making. The point I was making, don't ask the tough questions. Don't be afraid to say how you feel because your perspective is your reality and how you feel is valid, regardless if they like it or not. Don't be afraid to tell a person, hey, you slacking. Whoever it is, whether it be your husband or whether it be your wife, Don't be afraid to open your mouth and say, hey, I need help because husband or wife, 
I'm working, I'm paying the bills, and I'm doing this and I'm doing that, but I can't make the dream a reality by myself. Okay? Do not be afraid to be who you are, man or woman. Because if they're going to accept you, if they truly married for love, right? Like y'all say, married for love, then they will accept you. They should accept you. They don't have to, but they should if they if they marry for love. And in all honesty, admit to yourself that your love comes with conditions. Stop telling people you, oh, I love you unconditionally. No, you love them within conditions. That's an that's another topic for another day. But I'm gonna leave y'all with that. Peace, love, and blessings.